This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hey, electrical contractors. I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb/contractorbetter. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night, if you don't fancy listening. Another day gone. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that. Uh, welcome to uh, the Reds Report. I know it's been a while. Um, sickness, illness, work, family, uh, a lot's got in the way. But then in fairness, I suppose you could say, well, there's been a lot to talk about, but not all of it um, very good, I suppose. So, as always, from his home office with, who's that behind you? Because I can do Star Wars. Oh, it's uh, it's off Mandalorian. It's yeah. uh, Little Yoda in my picture. So joining me with Yoda <laughs> is Steve Andrews. Steve, how are we doing? Hey, we're not so bad, mate. We're still here, aren't we? After all the uh, trials and tribulations, we think Barnsley's got it bad. We've had it bad enough between us, haven't we? Oh, I know, I know. We're still we're still battling, mate. We're still battling. Right, listen. Um, there is, I suppose, quite a lot to talk about. So let's start first with on the pitch and um, league wise. As you could say, um, probably one of the worst seasons I can remember Barnsley having. Uh, two wins, you know, I think Derby are three points off us and they've had 21 points deducted. Um, as yet, no sort of um, visible playing styles. Uh, we're still struggling to predict the best 11 that he's got. I know at the moment COVID and injuries have hit, but what what have you made of the of the season? Not not Let's not talk about the FA Cup match, we'll do that later on, but about the the championship season so far what have you what have you made of it and and keep try and keep it as clean as you can yeah actually it's a good job we've not been on into it because i think some at language of it last few weeks could have been a little bit blue bit of blue for dads i think yeah. um it's not good is it we've got to say um shop has gone but obviously his legacy carries on uh Poyers, I'm, I'm sure he's trying his best to turn things around. 
Um, but like you say, we've not seen anything as yet, any sort of style, any sort of identity. Um, for me, the players aren't stepping up to the mark, not by a long way. Um, whether it's been beaten out of them for the first part of the season, I, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. You don't become shite of a night, so to speak. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the title. Of well, is that what we're calling it? <laughs> Excellent. There you go, you see. But you know what I mean? From where we were last season, and yeah, we know it were it were amazing and, you know, nobody ever thought we'd ever get to that sort of standard. But for it to go completely the opposite way now, um, it, it is, it's, it's painful to watch. And I know watching it under Ishmael at times, football-wise, I think we said it between us, yeah. you know, at times it were a little bit painful to watch, but we were getting results and we got some sort of identity, whether we liked it or not. But at the minute, you know, it, it's it's not championship football. You're lucky if it's League One football. Well, and some of, some of the players now, I feel, uh, who had good seasons last season, haven't stepped up at all. Really haven't. That besides the play, let look. Let's look first then at um, the players in a little bit. But what about the playing style? So last season, high press, high intensity. Now we know for majority of the season there were no fans, but that shouldn't influence your, your playing style, should it? And um, we did have the five subs rule, whereas we're back to three. So I suppose that could have an impact. But it seems such a uh, a switch, such a complete 180 degrees opposite of each other. Whereas last season, every match we looked hungry. We 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 were camped in, in in the opposition's half most of the time, and I know at times that wasn't pretty, but we had an identifiable style. Now, do we go back to the CEO comments earlier this season saying that actually maybe it wasn't such a successful season because because of that specific playing style, there were no real bits made for any of our players. Could we make from that that higher up has, has demanded a, another playing style and that's not working? Is it the head coach, do you think? Or, or how, how do you see that one? Well, I think main thing that comes out of what you've just said is the fitness of the players. The players, compared to last season, whether they were playing high intensity or whatever they were playing, they just do not look anywhere near as fit as what they did last season. I mean, you look at some of them and, and come 60, 65 minutes, they're blowing out their ass. And I ain't being funny as a professional footballer in championship. That that just is not acceptable. But it's carried on through shop to now. And you can't say Poyer's, you know, still getting to know his players and still getting to know his team and, and what he wants to do. He's had ample time. He's had ample time on, on training pitch. Another game postponed... Uh, against Stoke, so he's got like another week to work with players. But to me, I'm I'm seeing I'm I'm not seeing any difference at all. No, no. Um, I know at the moment uh, players are players are out because of COVID and injuries. Badly couldn't fulfil or couldn't couldn't put up, you know, uh, a starting uh, well at least a starting eleven. Uh, we know some of the players that have come under attack now. Um, it, it's never been uh, my style to, to sort of, you know, attack individual players. What I do want to address, though, which again I thought was um, visible on uh, on Saturday in the in the FA Cup match, where uh, you know a lot of hate, a lot of finger pointing, and a lot of slander, I suppose, has gone towards Corley Woodrow. Now my stance, 
and I think you'll agree, has always been that you can't judge a striker if he's not getting the service. And if not being dropped... funny though, did he play on Saturday? No, 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 no. That's what I'm yeah, saying. So, I mean, I so why are we why are we slagging him off in first place? This is what I don't I don't understand. You can't blame a player, especially if he's not played in a game, because it's not his influence that's making us crap. No. And but, but people people were criticizing his announcement on social media that he got engaged. I mean, how as a fan, how low do you need to go? I mean, I I get people might want to boo, and not me, but I get people might want to boo, and my people want to shout, and people want to boycott. But when a player who's been extremely loyal and who's been the best striker we've had for the past three seasons puts an announcement out that he's getting engaged, either don't follow him, ignore the post, but to then commentate on that and, and to criticise. I mean, he's a human being as well as those 90 minutes a week for Barnsley where he's a Barnsley player, isn't he? It's, it's, it's that... I'm afraid it's the, it's the mentality of certain people. Yet again, we go on about keyboard warriors on Twitter. Um, you know, I'll be I'll be first in line to criticise him and I'll be first in line to pick out a player if he's not playing well. However, it's football and we talk about football. We're not talking about private lives and stuff like that. Um, you know, you want to you want to slag a player off. What about Mendy at Man City? You know, let's yeah. let's get things into perspective here. Yeah. Um, Corley Woodrow, as you say, has been a fantastic servant for us. So he's having a crap season, along with probably 12, 13, 14 other people yeah. that are having a crap season. And he announces his engagement. Fantastic. If you're not bothered, don't comment. But yeah. you know, to have a go at a bloke for something like that, it's just. It's just beyond pathetic for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, for various reasons, I've I've not been able to go to a match, as you know, COVID, and I was in hospital, and I'm still sort of not well at the moment. Lack of so interest. I, I've not seen him. <laughs> Can't but, be asked. No, but but I but I was going to say, normally, when you're not well, and like I'm off work at the moment, that's something you look forward to. But yeah. because of everything, not just on the pitch, but all these stink noises off the pitch as well, you do lose a bit of interest because normally the FA Cup. It's it's sort of like you know you want a cup run you want this. Um, let's talk about the the the, the cup match. Um, Barrowa, you could say you know just above the relegation zone in League Two, and um, they were up for it. They hadn't scored away in I don't know how many matches, or they struggled to score away. Um, they scored four against a struggling Championship side in Barnsley. And Barnsley were at home. Three thousand adult Barnsley fans, I believe, were there. The match itself, though, um, is it fair to say that, and I know, again, we had some injuries, but a, a large percentage of players that were playing for us are first-team players. It's not like we had an academy side out. Are we playing League Two football? Do you know what? Looking at Saturday's game, I would say it weren't even League Two. Um, it was, I compared it to watching my lad play when he was seven. Yeah. Well, Poyer did, didn't he? He said it was like watching children play. He also yeah. said if we had 11 Carlton Morrises... It would have been six or seven nil. Now I, I, I like Poyos back. I'm I'm not so sure about that last statement, but it's fair to say that Carlton Morris made a difference. All right, Carlton Morris came on. He scored a couple of goals. Um, to be honest, you know I've seen a few things on Twitter since Saturday regarding the goals. If you wanted to be brutally honest about all of them, the only one that were really any good. But Devante calls because he brought it down himself, turned and hit it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you looked at Anderson's nice ball in, good header, yeah. but he weren't marked. 
both Morris's goals, good finishes. Again, it wasn't marked. Jordan Williams. A bit, a bit I, of luck. I, I, you know what? That was that was so lucky. Um, so you know, if you like, I say if you want to be critical, you can slag it off in that that sense. But we we look at that game five four against a bottom of League Two team who, like you said, were up for it. Um, in at times, I th- I just found it embarrassing. And I don't think I'm, I'm I'm overstating that when I look at some of the players we've got who had brilliant seasons last season and you look at the performance they're putting on Saturday and I'd rather have Joe Bloggs off street put shirt on and play with pride wearing the shirt than some of them that turned up on Saturday. Yeah, it's it, it's um. It, it's always the case that you know the, the league two side in this in this case Barrow uh, are the underdogs and and that's sometimes uh, you know a good status to have especially away because you play with less pressure but these are struggling in league two and we were two nil up we were two one up three two four three you know and they just found something some of their goals I mean don't get me wrong well, the three, let's the talk, three kick, go on talk go on. about Ollie Banks you know yeah. you know. I, I started watching Barnsley myself when his dad was playing at his best. And that reminded me so much of his dad. It mm. were an absolutely amazing strike. And he had a he had a brilliant game. He played really well. Same with Josh Kay. Yeah. You know, another young player that we've had and let go, who, all right, we know he's at a League Two club, but they're playing with some sort of passion. That they're actually wanting to play for the shirt. And... That's to me what's lacking now with us, and I just don't understand it. I really don't, and I don't want this to turn into just, you know, all doom and gloom, no, and no, no, no. you know, we just keep slagging everybody off. But I am, I'm yet to see a glimmer of anything to say, you know, what we can turn this round. And I'm not, I don't want to be an happy clapper like I say. I don't want to be doom and gloom all the time, but as a season ticket holder. And I've paid my money, so I, I, I have, you know, I've got the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have to I've, any opinion, which I've, is same yeah, as everybody. Same. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I somebody point out a, a speck of light to me because I can't see one yet. Well, and, and it's it's not just um, the fact that we play the League Two side. This is a League Two side that on thirty-eight minutes started playing with ten men. So if if you if you can't after forty-five minutes you're two 0 up. If you can't hold on to that against, and I know sometimes they say it's harder to play against them men, but our fitness, our pedigree, our experience from 2 0, you would have expected Barnsley to go on and win 3 4 5 0. But to me, Barrow wanted it more. Well, I do mean, you think, do you think we went in at half time and that? Same old complacency set in where oh it's only Barra, it's only a League Two side. We don't really have to, we don't really have I, to pull his fingers out. It, you know what? Part of that could be that. I also thought that Barrow, especially with the ten men, showed far more intent and and good build up play. Um, Callum Britton early on, um, I, I, from what I saw, you, you look, you think, oh, he's in the mood. You know, he had a, a couple of chances. Remy Vita, the first time we saw him, whilst I, I, I queried the lineup as in like, I thought Remy, Remy Vita was like a left back, 
I thought <laughs> Callum Britton played on right, but obviously <laughs> not. Um, so th- these changes were made, but you saw Flesh and I thought, you know what, this could just be that sort of match, at, you know, 10, 15 minutes in when Callum Britton might actually, you know, score a goal for us. Because I know, you know, he's, he's been threatening. Wouldn't it be great for them if he's had a really good match? But the intent that Barrow had, just every time completely overpowered us. And we score a goal and we go 3-2 up and they come back again. And it's like we don't learn from our mistakes. Some of the marking, some of the marking, one of them, somebody's on, on, on in the area completely unmarked. I mean, it's, it's, it's on the 11th football on a Sunday morning, that isn't it? Well, I, I, I've got a question. Some of the players that he picked, I mean... Uh, Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Was Sibic injured on Saturday? Has he got COVID? Well, why is, why is Toby Sibic all of a sudden not involved in our team when he is, for me, streets in front of Moon and Kitchen, streets in front, I saw, and he doesn't even get a look in? It was only a rumour, but I saw today that Hearts put a bid in for Sibic that has been rejected by Barnsley. But because he obviously he played there before. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know... Um, I, I agree with you. And I think Toby Speak when his first game, you know, he had a lot to learn. He played in lots of different positions, never really had a run. But in there, I think he's a really good defender. But it's like Halleck and Anderson. You know, during that season, they every match they were starting, we had a settled back yeah. three. Yeah. And and we've lost that, haven't we? But I, I don't understand. I don't understand if somebody is fit. Um well, I'll be honest with you, I questioned well Carlton. Morris was on the bench, because I'm not being funny. If you've got an FA Cup match and you want to win it, you play your best players from the start. Yeah. Um, there were, I think there were a lot of questions that were not answered as to players who were on bench, players who were on pitch, positions that player, that players played in. Like you said, Vita, I thought Vita were a left wing back. Yeah. Uh, and he sticks him on, on right-hand side. That can't be very well. I'm saying it can't be very good for lad. It wouldn't do my confidence much good if I were if I weren't playing in my best position. Same with Callum Britton. All right, he didn't have a, he had a couple of decent touches, could have scored. But thing is with Callum Britton, as you well know, his left legs just for standing on. So you put him on left foot, left wing. Yeah, you know for a fact he's going to cut back on his right leg. Defenders will know that he's going to come back on his right on on his right foot. And so then it's it's just whatever attacking threat he possesses is nullified. The fact that he couldn't cross his legs anyway at minute and he's not being able to do all all season is immaterial. Yeah. And having said that, even if he crossed it, there's been nobody in box to get on end of it. Yeah, it and it does raise questions as it does every time when Barnsley are not playing well. Of people saying, you know, who chooses this team? Because Ben Williams is is, is gone. Um, Which I think is a bit disappointing, to be perfectly yeah, honest. I like Ben Williams, and he always played with... I'm not saying he was the best player we had, and he wasn't. No, but, but always 100%, always, though. But he was always 100%, and when he did play, he always put a shift in. And to be quite honest, he's been one of the best left-sided players we've had uh, for the last couple of seasons. To be honest, that's not had a look in. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it sort of... You know, people always do wonder like who is picking the team because I, I, we, we've talked about this before. You talked about Callum Britton. You know, people seem to be swapping sides, and it, it's almost like I can't say experimental, but you know, if you put your players in their best position or their natural position, whatever you want to call it, 
that gives you the best chance of getting something out of a match, doesn't it? And it, it don't matter if you play Barrow or Barcelona. That is not just for the FA Cup, isn't it? You know, Jack Walton is a goalie. We we don't see him in central midfield or... or, or not yet, we don't. <laughs> this time. That's the about, yeah. Um, and it, it always worries me that we bring somebody in that's announced as a left-sided defender on loan from Bayern Munich, and I don't care if it's a second team. If you play for the second team of Bayern Munich, you must have some, you know, yeah, some yeah. pedigree or, or some skill. And um, we we haven't seen him all season, um, and and then he plays in what looked like a completely different role. And I can't help but think, is that not hindering the players on the pitch as well? But they all speak speak very highly of uh, Bagi, so we can only presume that things must be on the up, although very very slow. It's it's a funny and isn't it? Yeah, I mean a lot of the players are saying they like is they like what he's doing, they like what he's trying to achieve. But again, I'm not seeing anything. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I maybe I don't know what I'm looking at. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. A lot of people say I don't, but there you go. Um, that's just but <laughs> I, that. Well, yeah, that's so. But you know, I, I just I just shake my head at times. I mean, I've seen today as well. I'm sure you've seen it. Callum uh, Callum Styles linked with Celtic. Well, you know, um, that'd be a good move for lad. I'm sure he'd be happy with that. He'd make a few quid, aren't he? Yeah. But I just, I just don't see if they're if, if if the board's saying saleable value of players. I would have thought such as your Callum Styles last season would have been a saleable as- asset, yeah. same yeah. as Elik. You know. Um, but I've not heard any anything about anybody coming in. I mean, if you if you're going to go on that that premise and that thinking, Woodrow's not going anywhere because yeah. nobody's going to put a bid in for him because he's being shite. Same as a lot of them. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you get players that will play for one or two games on the mark, that sort of thing, and you think, oh, he looks tidy. Why is he yeah. not playing? And then Young you don't prospect. see him for three weeks. Yeah. So. It, I still think, like we've spoke about before, there is more going off behind the scenes than we will ever find out about. Mm-hmm. Since Ishmael left, the numbers of, of backroom staff that left, yeah. shop come in, shop went, <laughs> shop shut, uh, <laughs> Poyers come in, and there's no change. No, I am not seeing any difference. It's... um. And it 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 it's really so. Let's talk about you know uh, b- behind the scenes. Um, the the fans, I suppose you could say you know three three thousand and a few Barnsley fans in the East stands. Uh, people complaining that other stands weren't open, but also some people openly stating on social media that they are not uh, going to home matches uh, and, and putting a penny more into these owners. And 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 yeah, it's it's all very much aimed at the owners. Uh, Facebook groups about Conway out and boycotting and I've, I've read somewhere today that flyers are going to be distributed against when we play Blackpool and um, it all becomes a little bit toxic doesn't it? Now yeah. we don't know the full story because because we don't. How much though do we have to put to the playing side of things, of things not going well and how much to maybe what's going on behind the scenes, or is that impossible to say because we don't really know? Because there, no, seems, think, to be, there seems to be something boiling behind the scenes, though, doesn't it? Yeah, there's there's quite. I think there's quite a lot going off that we that we don't know about. Um, the fact that they don't put any money into the club 
considering they've got billions or however much it is. Let's be honest, we shouldn't be surprised about because all the other teams that they own, they don't put any money into them. We're back to businessmen running a football team and trying to run it as a business. Yeah. And it's same as, oh, if it's your business and it's not doing very well and you don't think it's going to get any better, you're not going to put any money into it. But then that's your catch-22, because if we go down, which we are doing, let's face it, and where we're going, we're going to drop like a stone and this time next year we'll be looking at League Two. Mm. Um, you know, they're not going to get any return on the money. So that that's one thing that I just I don't quite understand. I, I understand that they're not going to put millions and millions in and we don't want them to. But you would think that they would try and stabilise it a lot more than they are doing. So the, However, go on, to me, sorry. it's the, it's the no, sorry, mate, it's it's the communication. There right. is nothing, and let's face it, we've never had anything come out about. No matter who were in charge, when Patrick Crime were in charge, you can go back to Dennis being in charge. There was never ever any sort of meaningful com- conversations as such. They did odd bits and bats, sort of fan engagements. But it's always been very much a closed shop, like with transfers I, and stuff I, like that. Transfers, I completely agree. Um, I have to say that in my time as SLO and doing the Reds report, the time under Ben Mansford was probably the most transparent. Even for things like this, even for yeah. things like the Reds report and interview players and things like that, you know. And um, let's go back to the owners then. Would it be fair to say, because the owners have this ethos of saleable assets, you, de- you, you buy a young player, you develop the young player, and you sell it on for profit, very much like garages do with cars and everything else. Would it be fair to say then that the business plan is flawed, or is it just the recruitment? Because if you think of some of the players that have come in that we've not seen, especially, I, I suppose you could point out the two lone players we've got, um, Gomez and, and Vita. Um, we appointed a head coach and, and he went before Christmas. Um, is it the recruitment where the problem lies or is it the business plan? Where, 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 you know, where do, where do we look? I don't, think, I don't think it's recruitment. Um, do we want to, uh, to, to buy better players? Yeah, of course we do. But if you'd asked me this question at the end of last season, I would have said recruitment had been brilliant. Look at Callum Britton. Look at Styles. You know, I would have said recruitment. Look at these players. Fantastic. You look at them now, and now you can say, well, no, obviously recruitment's not very good because they're not playing very well. Having said that, is that part of the business business plan? You know, they have the younger players that's on this spreadsheet, same as they have the managers on spreadsheet. Well, let's face it, at the minute, the manager spreadsheet wants tearing up and burning. Because that's just not happening. And you look at, I mean, look at Preston, you know, unknown, not unknown English type manager, style manager, and he's, he's doing really, really well. Yeah. Uh, and so I sometimes think that, well, I think, I know the board won't listen to the fans because there's not many football boards that do, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but they just don't seem to be taking anything on board at the minute. And I mean, Chen Lee, let's face it, he, he tweets Happy Happy New Year at Christmas, and, and well, that's well, about it. We win, so that's twice this year. Well, so, this well yeah. <laughs> if it's him, it'll be secretary, won't it? Um, and you look at Conway. I mean, we, we went to that fan engagement thing yeah. a few months ago, and I've got to be honest, he came across really well. 
and the way that he spoke, you thought, well, yeah, you know, they, they know what they're doing. But yet again, it's as though it's it's the CEO, it's the businessman doing his business speak that sort of puts a shroud over it and sort of covers up the cracks and, and what's actually going on. That That's the problem, though, isn't it, Steve? They came in and they had a plan and they wanted us, you know, aiming or, you know, pushing for, for Premier League and, and we got relegated that season. But f after that, Stendhal, Struber, Ishmael, it, it all worked, didn't it? We, we yeah. seemed to be slowly, you know, we said at the beginning of the season, didn't we, mid-table finish, fantastic. Yeah. We, we weren't going to push for promotion, but we shouldn't be relegation candidates. So what is it where we find ourselves now? Is this, you know, the hurt that shop has, has sort of, or the damage that shop has done, it takes a while to be undone? You could say Poyers had quite some time. I mean, you know, Christmas, the Forest match was off, the Stoke match was off, so we had quite some time with the plays he's got. We're now hit by uh, by COVID and injury. So is, so is it a combination of things? Because I, I still can't get my head around, and I know we had five subs, and I know we had Alex Mowat, and we know Eddie Smell, but nobody can tell me, because we said, very honest and very openly last season, there were times that, Mowat disappeared in matches. Yeah. You know, yeah, we, we talked more about Romal Palmer than we yep. did about, about Alex Mowat. And the best of luck to Alex Mowat, great captain, did well for the scored goals, and he's, he's enjoying his time with Brom. Great. Ismail, okay, he brought the tactics in and, you know, the, the, the utter fitness that these players had. And he, he took us to Dreamland, well, almost to Dreamland, but the best season we've ever had in the Championship, besides being promoted, probably. So, where has do do you identify shop then as that's where it started going wrong? I mean, I remember me and you going to the East Dean Club. We sat with all the Coventry fans and we walked home with a smile on our face because you know we'd won one nil, and like you know we'll be all right this season. And that's the last time I think I've ever felt all right. Yeah. Like so, where can you point? You know, we, we can't blame a player or an individual person, but where? Where did it all go wrong? I, 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 you've I, got to say, I think you've got to, you've got to look at shop and his appointment and just say that it just did not work. But unfortunately, I think the after effects of shop have been far more deep rooted than anybody could have imagined. I mean, the thing is, the difference between shop and Ishmael must be streets, must be streets. Maybe the group of players that we have need the sort of manager that Ishmael was. Maybe they don't want arm round shoulder and, you know, kissing and cuddling and all this sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe they need boot up arse yeah. every single day to get the best out of them. Yeah. Because you've got to, you know, lay blame wherever you want. You can blame board, you can blame players, you can blame shop, you can blame Poyer. You know what I mean? Mm. Everybody has got part to play. Board's got part to play. The players have definitely got a part to play. And and yet, shop, you've got to say, just wasn't the man for the job. Yeah. But that's got to stop somewhere. It's got, you know, it, it, it's got to turn round. Otherwise, there won't be a club. There won't yeah. be a football club because they'll want to sell. 
nobody will want to buy it because we'll be bottom at championship or by that time we'll be first division, mid-table, first division, bottom at first division. Who knows? And 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 there is no assets as such because we've got this whole stadium disagreement. Well, that's that's ongoing as well, isn't it? So that, yeah. that doesn't help at no. all. And and I can't help but feel, and it's probably completely ungrounded, and but I can't help but feel that that happened in the midst of a really bad run on the on the shop, and I, I it it almost feels with the non communication we've had because we can call that, and I don't mean that from club staff, because on Twitter and Facebook they're very active. I talk about the CEO and the owners. There's been nothing about this is how we're going to get out of where we are normally when when things are like this there's a, 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 you know a, a rallying cry isn't there yeah you know, we yeah. all stand together we all do this we all do that and i think personally this is this is just a pivotal time because if people are going to start boycotting i don't think it'll ever be as bad as what blackpool was this weapon mansford is now i don't think it'll ever be as bad but the problem is if uh, large groups of people start boycotting matches you get that divide amongst fans as well, don't you? Because yeah, let's face it, anybody in wherever you live has got a right to attend a Barnsley match, home or away, season ticket or, or day ticket, whatever. Everybody's got the right to go. And if people don't agree with that, that's fine. But I just feel we're on that verge when people are saying they're going to organise meetings, they're printing 5,000 leaflets, Conway out. Conway's only one of them. You know, there's other owners that... Yeah. Yeah. There's that... The Indian lady, I mean, I can't remember last time we heard anything, you know, because wasn't she going to do with branding and marketing? And, yeah, you know, I, yeah. don't, I don't know what's, what's happened. Billy Bean. Billy Bean was supposed to be involved at one point, weren't he? And yeah, well, he's, he's, he's got, quiet yeah, 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 he's, he's, a, he's a shareholder because Conway is sort of like the spokesperson on behalf of Bean, isn't he, kind of thing. So I'm just really worried that we fast forward and either two things will happen, won't they? If we pick results up, the grumblers will grow. Uh, the leaflets get thrown onto the fire or the bonfire or whatever, and people start going back and everything is like, okay, if there's a great escape, can you imagine that? Or that divide that's there now will just grow, 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 and people will start, you know, not turning up at matches. And, you know, well, that's not... like you're saying, that divide, you know, there's people now, I'm one of them. I've paid my money for this year. I've got my seat. I've chosen not to go last, well, not last few games because I've been ill. But there's other factors as well that surround it because if people aren't going to go, let's face it, it's only been two, two and a half months and they're going to be saying, you know, what about uh, early bird season tickets? Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's like this, and, you know, slag me up hill and down the hill. I shan't be renewing, not at 300 and odd quid. I ain't got that sort of money to throw about. No, no. And they don't help themselves by offering extras. Yeah. And we all know what I'm talking about. Well, what you can say if is If I that, were waiting yeah. from Marks and Spencers for vouchers for nine months, I wouldn't be going to shopping at Marks and Spencers. I'd be telling Marks and Spencers to shove it and shove the vouchers. You know, it's on Twitter today, Barnsley FC, big sale, come and get your stuff down, big sale on its shop. Why? Why should we spend as hard-earned cash? Mm. And some people, obviously, through COVID in this last 18 months, are struggling. But they still go to the club and they still go and try and watch a game. 
Yeah. It's these sort of people that are going to turn around and say enough is enough. Why should we support a club, no matter how much we love it, that just keeps shitting on us? Yeah, and it's it's really awkward, isn't it? Because we, and you're completely right, because that's how the club makes us feel, and the club is Barnsley FC. Within that, there are actually some people that do the damn hardest. And, and oh God, yeah. I just feel we just I, I just want to, for clarity, distinguish between people like Beth, people in the box office, people like uh, you know Andy, people like uh, Beth needs to stop Whitey. drinking. She needs, <laughs> needs to stop putting stuff on Twitter no. when she's we, had a drink. Is what we Beth need to take to Beth out. We need to take <laughs> Beth out and film it and have, have a conversation <laughs> like this. Um, but yeah, so I just want to distinguish when we talk about the club, we, we, we don't aim that at individual departments or people because the staff are great. The staff that have always been there, absolutely great. But there is a real um, worry that the, the the board, I suppose, and, and you know, the powers that be are, are driving fans away now because people want an explanation, don't we? If we had, if we sold six or seven or eight players from last season, you would say it's a rebuild, isn't it? It's a rebuild. But we haven't. Daryl DK and Alex Mowat did not make us go up. And people can say, ah, they scored a lot of goals. Daryl DK scored a lot of goals, but we were already in a position. If, if we were at the foot of the championship by Christmas and it would have come, it would have got us nowhere. So it just worked, didn't it? And yeah. we went yeah. we went to matches. Well, we watched matches because we couldn't go, although you went to that playoff. Oh, and you know, you just can't let it lie, will you? And, just and let it, it lie. It was a well-oiled machine and everything just worked. And there was a man at the touchline that got the best out of his players every single match. And that's what we're missing to me. And I'm not laying the the, the, the blame at Poyeras Bargi. He's not been here long and who knows. And he's got to undo, you know, a lot, a lot of, of, of damage that was done. I just don't know if the fans will allow him. I don't know if the board will back him. Um, I read somewhere today, and I never thought of it, but obviously we have to keep paying Mark a shop um, a, a salary until he finds another job. You know, is is, is that going to has that an impact on our, our spending budget in in this transfer window? Are we dependent on sales to bring people in? And we've just not heard anything, have we? Normally by now, somebody will come out saying, "Well, well, I'm looking to strengthen in three or four positions. I'm hoping to bring two or three players in." You know, I'm, I'm, we need to strengthen in defence and and perhaps in the middle of in the middle of the pitch, but we've heard nothing, and and that worries me. And it feels like they think that what we've got is good enough. And I think what from August to now I've shown is that if if very much this time next year we could be talking about you know League Two's looming, and 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 let's face it, as fans we've laughed at clubs that went down to League One, but we're not laughing now, are we? Because it's it's. Um, I, I don't think there'll be a great escape. I really, really don't. I think too much. Um, it's not just that we haven't got a goal scorer, is it? It's not like we're creating that because we've got lots of goal scorers. My worry is that actually, and this is why I asked about recruitment, Olare. Who? Yeah. You know what I mean? What 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 what's gone off there? Yeah. What is and, that all about? Because that I, again is it's it's madness, absolute yeah. madness. And then, you know, you get Iseka and we don't see him. And then he starts and then he goes on a bit of a run with scores like, what, three and three or something. And I know we didn't win, but at least he was scoring goals. But then he starts on the bench again. And I don't know. Everything just seems very unsettled off the pitch, on the pitch and on the terraces. And I think, um, it, yeah, it's just really, really. I think if you if you look at it 
if you were being brutally honest, and I get the one saleable assets, the only saleable asset at the minute for me, if I were looking from another club, would possibly be Collins as a goalkeeper. There's, I can't say there's anything anywhere else on that field that I would think, you know what, that's worth a punt because they've just not shown anything. I, um, Collins, yeah. I still think Helic is one hell of a player. I think he needs a settled defence around him and I think that's what helped us so much last year. But well, do you think we're dragging him down? I mean, like, let's face I, it, there's a few players had fantastic seasons last season and a shite this season, but is that because of the other players that they're playing with? That the, it's, it's sort of dragging them down to our level, so to speak. Yeah, I can't help but think that sometimes a player have to have to, you know, cover that extra man. Um, I, I've I've I, I did a piece today for a Polish editor of some sort of sports paper, and he asked me some questions on on Mikael Helic and um, could he play in the Premier League? Do you think he'll still be here at the end of January? Do you think he'll still be here at the end of the you know the beginning of the summer period? And and, and I said that the Mikael Helic last season, if he would have had a similar season again. I could see him being bought by a team that's going up. I, I really can. He's dependable. Yeah. He's good in the air. Defensively, he chips in with a few goals. He seems a leader, a likable lad. He's still that age. I mean, he broke through into the Polish national team. So I still see us. You know, Mikael Helek, I know he's off at the moment. I don't know if it's injury. I don't know if it's COVID. I, I don't know, but, you know, you, you need him back. When Anderson and Helek play, but this is one of the problems, that's just two out of the back three. We've seen Moon. We've seen Kitchen. We've not seen Civic, and I doubt we'll, we'll 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 see him. And it's always just been so unsettled. And I think the only way you're gonna move forward is is what Val did last season, and he found his best eleven. He stuck by him, and yeah. it it he got us the results, didn't it? So I don't um, think I don't think Poya knows his best eleven. No, because no. there's nobody from me looking from the outside. There's nobody that I could say. Would be first, even Carl Morris. You can't say will be first name on team sheet because who's who's he playing with? What services? Well, Josh Benson. When he when first couple of games, we all thought, oh, this lad's got a bit of summer. He's the new Mowat, wasn't he? That's what we thought. But now, you know what 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 has happened? What has happened to our club? That is the question, and we need answers, not just from Poya. We need answers from higher up, and I just don't think we're going to get them. I really don't. No, and I think that's the worry. Uh, the, the biggest worry is that um, the transfer window will close. Um, I, I don't even know if it matters how much who comes in and who goes out because I think we, you know, um, it, it would take a miracle for us to stay up, and I'm, I'll stand by that. Not because um, I, even if you bring players in, it, it's all over the pitch, isn't it? We played 10-man League 2 team and they came back three times from going behind. I mean, yeah. that says a lot about the defence. And people will say, ah, injury hit. Britain, Styles, Palmer, Anderson, Walton, um, you know, they're all, Walton, fair enough, you can only have one keep. They're all players that play for us week in, week, in, week out. Walton, maybe not. We should have and could have done a lot better. And the one thing I thought was telling was Carlton Morris's celebration when he scored a goal, as if to say, Evid. Nothing yeah. like extrubent, because let's face it, we scored against the 10-man league two side. And and a goal's a goal. I get it. It's FA Cup. And people say, ah, but there's always upsets in the FA Cup. I get that. I get that. And if it was 11 v 11, but they're the man sent off. 
Yeah. We were two nil up. That says more to me. So yeah. So listen, uh, my worry is that transfer window will be over. Uh, there'll be a fan engagement and and you know plans and all this. And then a week later, the early birds come out. And and because it's it's almost like at times as a fan, you can't help but feel that you're only really wanted when it's time to reinvest again. And yeah. if 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 Barnsley FC was a share, you know, and last year we made a lot of profit on our shares, and this yeah. year we're making loss week after week, you'd cash them in, wouldn't you? Of to, you would. to stop any further loss. And this um, is why I understand. A lot, of, a lot of supporters that are saying, you know, I've had a season ticket for 20, 30, 40 years and I'm not renewing mine next season. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand that. Yeah, yeah. I also understand the people that say, well, no, I've followed them through thick and thin and I will still support them. I totally understand that. But you cannot slag off one and slag off other, or no. whatever. It no. is down to how people's circumstances are. COVID's not helped. And, you know, why should we pay for an inferior if inferior product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We the... shouldn't have to. No. And as I say, there's other little bits and bats that go along with that that they could have done that would have made it a little bit more palatable, that would have made it a little better. It, it's, um, you know, when you just said that and you talked about the vouchers earlier on for those Reds Reserved Plus members. Yeah. And, and maybe I'm, I'm being idiotic and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers. But how hard is it? It's been since August, September, October, November, December, January. But how? It's a booklet of vouchers or however you want to do it. Bear in, bear in mind, the, the pushed it, and I'm one. That's why that, I feel that, like I've got every right. To yeah, yeah, no, I've got, I've got one. I've got one. April last year. Yeah. Do a well, reserve plus and you'll get your shirt. Thank you very much. Nice green one. Happy with that. I've not got my shirt you'll yet. Get you, have no, you not? Oh, no, you need to get down it. And you can get 50 quid, the way they put it, 50 pound to spend in shop. Where is it? Where's my 50 quid? You know, I'm not saying if I'd have put it in bank, it'd be worth 70 quid by now, because we know it wouldn't. But that's not the point. The point is you are offering a service. It is in an en- entertainment fan-driven industry Mm. and if you're a business owner you want to get as many fans in to create and generate money well the the biggest asset to Barnsley FC at the moment is 10,000 season ticket holders they capped it at one point didn't they we had yes they capped it so the biggest asset they've got or the biggest maybe not the biggest form of income because but you know 10,000 people investing 300 plus depending on where you sit that's a lot of money isn't it so you'd want to make sure that those people were looked after. And it's been hard, and we've had COVID. I get that. But there's a difference between keeping people informed of mishaps, wrong prints, whatever, and, and nothing. nothing. And I know there's been announcement now about, you know, uh, going through the printer again, they're being sent out, and this, this, this. And I get that. But the powers that be, I don't. sometimes I don't want to see um, a tweet saying that the vouchers are now on the way. I'd prefer, and, and maybe this is just me, Steve, but I would much rather prefer Paul Conway apologising for, you know, the delay yeah. and yeah. explaining rather than a tweet. Because the tweet comes from Whitey, from Andy, who get told to put these things on, and, and the abuse goes to them. 
I think those those people that hold the keys to the club, if you don't want to do a fan engagement, just go on YouTube. Just need just, to be just record a video and and yeah. tell us what's happening because they need to be weird. accountable for it, mate. And I think the thing is with the voucher thing now, you know for a fact, I'll, I'll put money on it that you'll get a book or for whatever you'll get, and it'll be you'll get five pound off if you spend forty quid or something like that. Mm. And the what they should have done. Because otherwise, come the start of next season, there won't be 10,000 season ticket no. holders. Well, there what they should have done is say, right, we apologise these vouchers haven't come or whatever. So you can either spend them in shop or you can use them to get your season ticket for next season. And I would much rather do that because you can't tell me there's going to be anywhere near 10,000 season ticket holders next season. Nowhere near. Whether we stay up, go down, or whatever happens, even if we we do stay up, and it'll be a miracle, like you say, there is so many people now that's disillusioned with the board, the way the club's being run, what yeah. they're seeing on the pitch. And that's you know what you just hit it on the head, didn't you? It's not just that we're not doing well; it's all the other things combined that this oh, God, makes yeah. it, it. It's it's a toxic relationship at the moment, and that fans. They will vote with the feet, won't they? Because that's the only way we can vote, isn't it? And, Although and I've got to say, there. I've got to say, I keep seeing pictures on Twitter of these chicken wrap things that they're supposedly oh, Lebanese chicken. Now I've got to say, I do like the look of that. So you can't say that something's not working right because obviously catering is really good, and I also like electronic boards that go around pitch because I think that's, that's you know good. that could have been a new striker that, but you mind. <laughs> But I suppose those boards bring in extra money, don't they? Because people are paying more for moving images and, and everything else. And finally then, Steve, Christmas is, uh, well, it's been and gone, hasn't it? Lovely, it, lovely Christmas. Enjoyed Christmas this year. Merry Christmas, everybody. Fantastic. <laughs> really enjoyed it. New Year was shite because I were badly, but never mind. If, um, if Santa was to come now and grant you one wish in regards to Barnsley FC, what would that oh, be? Not Kelly Brook then. <laughs> <laughs> you as well. Oh, well, send him one, mate. What would it be? Yeah. So what is what is for you the most urgent if you had one wish? Is it a, a specific, I don't know, player to regain his form? Is it a, is it the ball to be more open? What what do you know what? I don't think even Santa could grant one wish into enough. Yeah, do you want board to be more open? Of course I do. Would I like him to put a bit of money into the club? Of course I would. One player regaining their form is not going to save us. We need 11 players regaining their form to save to save us at all. Um, you, I mean, let's face it, I could wish for Pep Guardiola to take over and even he'd struggle to get a result out of the players. And the like you said, you, you summed it up right. The atmosphere at the minute down Oakwell is toxic. And it is toxic. And that is now transferring to fans. Uh, and I just don't know where it's going to end. I really don't. I know. Um, I'd still rather have Kelly Brook, though. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah. Um, I'll ring you later about Kelly Brook. Yeah, I don't tell <laughs> Alas, for Christ's sake. Steve, um, I know it's not been a, an upbeat one, but um, I think it was just a time to sort of talk about how well how we feel and how things are not going down um, well at all. Well, um, no match Wednesday, Stoke match um, abandoned, postponed. So it's Blackpool on Saturday, isn't it, um, is the next one. Uh, lots of posts about for those people that are going. And if you do, please enjoy your day at Oakwell. Uh, there's um, 
have a look at social media. There's a young lad, George, that died. I think it was just before Christmas or just after Christmas. Uh, the family, big Barnsley fans, and they've asked for a, a minute's applause. It's gone out to the Blackpool fans as well. So um, no matter what you think of the board, no matter what you think of football, no matter what you think of uh, a certain player, it'd be really great if every single person there could join in with that. Because for anybody around this time of year, uh, to lose, uh, you know, a six or seven year old, how old he was, it's, it's, you know, it puts it in perspective. It brings you it? back to reality, doesn't it, man? At end at gate, end at day, it's a game. That's all it is. It's a game. Yeah, it was. It's called the beautiful game, isn't it? But it's, well, it's... <laughs> not down all. Well, it's not. Not a minute. <laughs> not a minute. You made it here, finally. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of that place you've always wanted to go. You know the one. It's nice. Even the kids like it. This place is so cool. And they never like it. Mom, can we go to the pool? Look at that. Not even asking for the Wi-Fi. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are round. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network.